0: Yo, today's QOD is it's better to be world-class at a few things than mediocre at many. Here we go. to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Darren Hardy on this show today. You know what? When you start to hear this one, you may think you've heard this talk before. We had a similar talk with Darren many months ago, but this comes from a completely different talk and he says some new, really powerful stuff in this one. And I wanted to play it on a Monday because I want to use this Monday opportunity to get you in the mindset of thinking about and also practicing saying no to things, saying no to the things that are not moving you forward. You may have heard of the 80-20 principle, the Pareto principle, which says that 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions. That means 80% of what you're doing likely right now is not moving you closer to your goal. What are those things? What is that 80%? And how can you start saying no to those things? Now, that includes, you know, declining invitations. That includes maybe staying in more nights per week so you can study. That includes also taking things off your plate that are keeping you from using your time well and using that time to develop mastery at something. For example, Katie works with me. She posts the blogs on the website. She makes all the blog images. She does all the descriptions and such, right? I've got Ian who does all of the editing. I've never edited a single episode of this podcast in my life. We got Malik who helps me to find clips for the show. If I did all of that stuff, it would be very difficult for me to do anything else. It would be very difficult for me to develop mastery at my craft because I'm trying to do every little thing. So you got to remember that you want to farm things out. So what are those things that you need to farm out? And also, what are those things that you need to say no to? And remember, what got you here will not get you there. So if you got a big goal and you're not making changes to the things that you're doing and who you are being, and you're just trying to do everything the same, but you're just trying to do it harder, it's not going to get you where you want to go. You have to identify that 80% and start slashing, 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 declining, 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 saying no over and over and over again so you can take care of the things that really need to be taken care of to get you there. Darren Hardy's coming up. So the question I'm always asked is, okay,
1: there's 7 billion people on the planet. You only got a chance to pick 12. 12 people out of 7 billion that get presented on on a... cover of a magazine like Success, that's rarefied air. What did these people do that the other 7 billion people not do after they came in naked, scared, and ignorant? And so I wanna give you that answer because I think it's a multi-billion dollar answer. So let me give it to you. It had nothing to do with what they did. To get to that level of success had nothing to do with what those people did. It had more to do with what they didn't do. This is such a big insight. See, yes is easy. Yes, I'll take the call. Yes, I have a minute. Yes, I'll go to the meeting. Yes, we can go out with that couple even though I can't stand them. There's no conflict, there's no resistance in yes. Yes is easy, but the master skill of success is no. And no's hard, because with no is potential conflict. It's hurt feelings, right? It's it's socially challenging. But that's the master skill of success. Now, if you don't believe me, when asking Warren Buffett, this is the Oracle of Omaha, maybe one of the wisest, smartest investors in the history of humanity. If you were to break down the one thing most important to your success, what would that one thing be? Now, I'm thinking I'm gonna get some sort of a lecture on uh, the algorithms of financial investing or, or shrewd negotiation. But this is, a, what is it, 68, 87 billion? I don't know. This is a some odd billion dollar answer I'm gonna give you. This is what he attributes the number one key to his success. He said, for every 100 great opportunities that are brought to me, I say no 99 times. That's what he attributed as the number one key to his success, then he went on to explain. He said, look, the difference between successful people, and all of you in this room are successful, so we're not even starting out at the ones that wanna be successful. The difference between successful people and very successful people is very successful people say no to almost everything. Now, asking one of the other great superachievers of our lifetime, the late Steve Jobs. Okay, Steve, of all the things that you and Apple have built, what are you most proud of? I thought that would be interesting. Maybe it wasn't, you know, one of the things that was a blockbuster, but something that he just had a personal affinity for, right? Like the one he named after his daughter that was commercially unsuccessful. This was his answer. Of all that he and Apple has built that he was most proud of, he said, I am proud of what we don't do as much as what we do. And then he wants to explain. People think focus means saying yes to the thing you have to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas there are. We have to pick carefully. Success is saying no to a thousand things. Now, I know that you think this sounds so rudimentary, so fundamental, so... So simple, but I'm telling you the, the, the discipline of this, the constant and ongoing reminding of this is hard, why? Because a lot of, you're all business leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, and an entrepreneur business leader has never heard an idea that could maybe someday possibly make money that they didn't like. This is that harsh discipline. This is Mark Parker. When he first took over the chair of the CEO of Nike, he had a conversation with Steve Jobs, asked Steve for some advice. And the advice is quite interesting. I'm going to play for you. It's a video in case you didn't have the audio
2: rolling. You mentioned last night that when we were having dinner that when you first got the, the job as CEO, you got a call from Steve Jobs and he offered you some advice. <laughs> well, he didn't call to offer me advice, but uh, so we had worked together on. Uh a Nike-Apple collaboration called Nike Plus. So we took what Apple knows, what Nike knows, and you know brought a new technology to the market. Anyway, long story short, uh, he said, hey, congratulations. It's great. You're going to do a great job. Uh, I said, well, do you have any advice? And he said, no, no, you're, you're, you're great. And then there was a pause. And he goes, well, I do have some advice. He goes, Nike makes some of the best product in the world. I mean, product that you lust after, absolutely beautiful, stunning product but you also make a lot of crap. He said, just get rid of the crappy stuff and focus on the good stuff. And then I expected a little pause and a laugh, but there was, there was a pause, but no laugh at the end. Yeah. And he was absolutely right. And in fact, that's one of, been one of my major uh, focal points in terms of my priorities as a, as a CEO, and, and even as a designer when I was growing up with the company, is to edit. I mean, we have so many ideas. Nike is an idea factory
1: to edit. See, the question for you is, is what crappy stuff do you need to stop doing so that you can focus on the good stuff? Everybody in this room's companies are producing great stuff, great, stunning, amazing, wonderful stuff. But you're probably also producing a lot of crap. In other words, time, energy, and resources that are spent towards things that don't matter much, but are taking up much of your resources, time, energy, and attention. And that ability to edit, to focus down, I can't tell you how powerful that is in leverage. Probably the best put in a single sentence, Kenneth Cole said, success has less to do with what we can get ourselves to do. Because see, that's what I always thought it was, doing, 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 doing. My goals were written like, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Kenneth Cole corrects that, he says, Success has less to do with what we can get ourselves to do and more to do with keeping ourselves from doing what we shouldn't. And as Peter said, there's nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. How many meetings are going on inside your organizations and memos and project management of things that probably shouldn't be done at all? So to examine this, I just use this as a framework. Look at your calendar last week and say, what should we have said no to? What should I have said no to? Look at your calendar next week and say, what do I need to now start saying no to? Then look at your project list, your communication list, your obligation lists, and start editing it, as Mark Parker said. So now here's where we are. All you've told me to do, Darren, is to stop doing everything. At some point, we gotta do something, right? Okay, yes, but it's not a lot of things. It's not doing many things. It is doing fewer things, finding those few red boxes on that gray screen, and then going after mastery. Super achievers learn to focus on what's called the vital few, rather than getting caught up in the trivial many. We all trace, chase volume. We think that, that running around, doing lots of stuff is what's gonna give us an edge over our competition when it's exactly the opposite. It's learning to focus on vital few. See, it's better to be world-class at a few things than mediocre at many. And we all do this individually and as organizations because we try to be great at everything, right? So if you look at the faces on the screen here, these people are known for usually one thing, in some cases, maybe two, but one thing. They became world-class at one thing. And as a result of it, we know exactly who they are. Everybody's name could be recited on that screen. We, we remember they have a legacy, they made an impact, they dented the universe, they pushed human progress forward because of that one thing. Now, if you read the biographies, if you get to know some of these people in some of the other areas of their life, they were not so great. But because they were world-class at that one thing, we know and remember their name and they made a contribution to humanity.
0: That was Darren Hardy. His website is DarrenHardy.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Jim Marr and Archford Capital Strategies Bring Darren Hardy to St. Louis. What are those things, my friend? What are the things you're going to start slashing? What are the things you're going to start farming out to somebody else? What are the things you're going to start saying no to today so you can only focus on those things, the few things that move you closer to where you want to go? I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.